Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Stylist, your host here on Hairstylist Podcast Radio. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Want to be a guest? Just message me. The show is for hairstylists that want to empower and change the world with their voice. We discuss triumphs, tragedy, stories of inspiration, how to earn six figures, how they got started, and more. Like, share, and subscribe today. Hey, 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 it's me, Rand Celebrity Stylist, here with Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. Today, we have an exciting guest who's going to tell you about cybersecurity. Is your identity safe? We're going to check out if you're concerned with hackers, cyber criminals, malware, viruses, um, if you want to share your anonymity, um, if you want to keep communication and your personal information private, students, students, ah, one of those days. So students studying IT or security, businessmen or women, where security, privacy, and anonymity is important to them. Anyone who has an interest in security and privacy, our next guest is for you. So hairstylist, here is Efim Boryev. His, his expertise is cybersecurity. He graduated from Seneca College with Computer Network Analyst Diploma. He studied there for two years. His passion is security and identity as much as possible. He went out for the big corporation like Microsoft, Google, and other bodies in the government. So I'd like to welcome you, Efim, uh, to the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. Hello, Brad. I'm very excited to be here today. Thank you for inviting (laughs) me today. Thank you. Great. I know that cybersecurity is such a thing that a lot of us probably aren't aware of. Even identity theft, which I think we should talk about today as well because you don't know how secure your stuff is, especially with a lot of hairstylists who are using a lot of, of swiping of the cards with different um, programs, the e-transfers, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to get into it. So first, I'm going to get you, FM, just to tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, so basically I speak uh, three languages, as you already know, Russian, Hebrew, and uh, English. So, uh, well, I came to Canada six years ago, uh, and I'm pretty, I I grew up here slowly, slowly. I got to know uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of people in in the industry of IT. Mostly, I started to study here in English better. So, basically, I like what I do in in IT field. That's my passion to grow in IT field. In everyday life, all my all my interest is to how to protect us against the bodies such as Google, government, because you don't know you don't know who is watching you, who mm-hmm. is listening to you. You don't know who who can take your identity and sell it to someone in mm-hmm. in a different location. You don't know, right? So the best way the best way uh, that to protect yourself is number one, your password. Anything you do, banking, online banking, you do, uh, you do password in, uh, even in uh, in your for your account for your account. Let's say in your work, everywhere you do password, you need to always consider to change your password every month, at least once a month. Change your password, and if you have a password, you do, you don't need to do it too easy because it's really easy to hack when you have a password that it's only capital letters and and uh, low, low case letters you need to have it at least 
low, low case sensitive, basically with capital letters, lower capital numbers, and special characters mm -hmm. like. So, uh, so FM, what is the common most top ones? Uh, usually that that people use when they're creating a password. What are the top ones that you should never use? Like you should never common? use let's say One two three four five right mm -hmm. so mostly people they do that or they usually do ABC one two three right or, or the best like or they do just password capital P password one most mm -hmm. very common people do it very commonly they they use this password because it's easy to remember right exactly. but don't forget whatever easy to remember that that can impact you by somebody can get this information because they have certain tools and software that they can crack this kind of password when mm -hmm. you have only only local case uppercase right so then always use as much as much characters you can do such as number sign dollar sign percentage mm -hmm. sign you know uh, so so it will be very hard to the hacker to expose you to expose the the password you you have on your personal device exactly so you're saying you shouldn't use maybe a phone number or even your uh, like date of birth date of like birth that. phone number whatever is is whatever is your personal information that you already exposed mm -hmm. in social on social media or you, you have it on your on you gave it to some people that know about your birthday your mm -hmm. uh, social insurance number let's say it's better not to put those kind of things because if if they will expose these numbers then you will be exposed twice. They will know your social and your password. Mm -hmm. So what do you say when I'm exchanging personal information? What do you have to say about that? Exchanging personal information is, it's, I, I, I totally do, do disagree with that. You exchange it only when you really need it. When you do business with, with, with a partner, you, you, first of all, you need to trust the people you do business with. Mm -hmm. You need to trust the people that you encounter with. And if you give them information, always give them information that you, you know that this information won't get out of them. So how do you, how can you know? You, well, that's all depends on your private, mm -hmm. on your private instinct, if you trust the person or not. Okay. Yeah. So what's a, another good point that we could bring up? Another good point is, let's say for your phone. Our daily life, we exactly. use our phones. Yeah, right? just go out, share to the audience straight ahead. Our, our daily lives, we use our Android phones, our iPhones, right? So the best, the first, the first security problem that most of the users have when they use the phone is their Wi-Fi is on or their Bluetooth is on because they, they have like, they, let's say they have headsets, they mm -hmm. use Bluetooth, right? Mm -hmm. So the problem is when Example, when you connect the Bluetooth to your phone, the MAC address, this is the MAC address, is the, the physical address of your phone is exposed. As soon as this is exposed online, is exposed online and you, you are connected to the internet, mm -hmm. then it's easy, it's easy to track this MAC address as your location, like GPS. Mm -hmm. For instance, your Wi-Fi too, when you try to to get to a certain hotspot, an access point in, in a mall, right? Or, so your Wi-Fi is picking it up. As soon as it's picking up, it means that it transmits the MAC address to this access point to the company that is connected to this access point so they can see your MAC address. Then it's, you're exposed again. And it's easy to, to, to hack this uh, with this tool too, right? With mm -hmm. this information. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, that's the two very main main thing that I really uh, uh, recommend to you guys not to have it on mm -hmm. all day, all time. Yeah. So say I'm an independent stylist. I work at a salon and I take credit card payments from my clients and say I use a square or something like that. Is that okay? Uh, it's okay only to a certain degree. Again, if you heard about spoofing, sniffing, it's, it's all about as soon as this device has this MAC address, right? Here you have this MAC address. Mm -hmm. And then you, you use the card, you swipe it. Still, you transmit information through the net. Mm -hmm. The most vulnerable information you transmit is the physical layer, physical layer of the internet. The physical layer that we're living in our days is mm -hmm. the air. Yes. You can catch everything through the air. That's why everything you transmit through your system, through your phone, through your... Uh, credit card everything goes through the air because the internet is in the air or if you use your internet in your laptop then in this case you need to be protected at your at your home or at your office environment such as your router such mm -hmm. as your uh, laptop itself who mm -hmm. you're transmitting to how you transmit who mm -hmm. who is catching those Yes. So, so with that, uh, if say I did, I didn't do a square or something where I swipe and stuff like that. What if somebody wants to send me an e-transfer? What happens then? E-transfer. This is a very good point. When you send an e-transfer through your email, first of all, your email is a very easy to, to hack because it, the, the email servers we have in our days, they're not that hard to, uh, to protect. In this case, when you send money to your email, to somebody's email, to get this, this money from this email, what happens? This money gets from your account to the email. Basically, it stays in the email. After it stays in the email, and if you're not collecting the money on time, it's really easy to, it's really easy to hack the email and get this money. In this case, you want to protect your email. How you can protect your email? We have, uh, we have a website that in this website, you can actually uh, have a temporary email account. Mm -hmm. So you can use it as a, as a decoy. So oh. if somebody try to get to you, mm -hmm. they will think this, the money is in this temporary email, but it's not there. Then okay. they won't be able to get in. So in this case, I suggest you as soon as you send somebody e-transfer, it's better to take it right away and not wait for, for you know, so it will be taken away. Just get mm -hmm. it right away. As, as long as more is floating there, as more time is floating there, it's easy to, to mm -hmm. hack it and take the money. Yeah, so if I do some social media, I'm online, but now I'm finding my computer is running a lot slower. What's, what are the effects of like adware and malware? What do they do and where are they from and can I get rid of them? Adware and malware, how can, what you can, well, we have another uh, uh, antivirus. Mm -hmm. It's very important to have antivirus in your laptop, in your uh, computer, even in your phone. Without antivirus, I don't know how you can survive in our days because it's, uh, with antivirus, the easy way to track, the easy way to have, well, the best antivirus that I know, that I use, mm -hmm. is uh, McAfee. McAfee, I, my, personally, I use it for, uh, for quite a while already, my second mm -hmm. year. 
I never had a problem with the with the penetration penetration of uh, hackers. And if it has a problem, then the McAfee took took uh, he McAfee take take they took care of it right away. Mm -hmm. So without any problems or uh, yeah, it could detect it. Yeah, right, right. As soon as as soon as it found it, so even before it affected you, so right when it went maybe to a firewall, firewall, uh, something something like that. So with the antivirus, um, I guess you can adjust the settings. People can do it to whatever they need, what degree of security they need, or is there a way once it's installed that um, you can just click it and it'll auto. Will it auto set for you, or do you have to actually go through and set the settings? You well, you can you can auto set or you can set the settings. It all depends on what is your uh, personal settings you want to mm -hmm. have, right? If you want yeah. to have a really high security, then don't forget that it can impact other stuff like mm -hmm. your video, your audio. Okay. Or if you have you want you want just a certain security that that you won't get uh, hacked, so you can always put it on a default and mm -hmm. the default just take care of, of the rest for you. Exactly. So say, say I have a break and, and I'm at or I have to travel because most stylists travel or they like to go to, to Starbucks or grab a coffee yes. and they have free Wi-Fi. Like, isn't that great? They have free Wi-Fi. So if I'm there in the airport and I'm, or I'm at a coffee shop and there's free Wi-Fi, is it really great? It's, it's in, in two, well, it depends. If what for what you want to use the Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. In this case, it's really it's better to use your own internet with your own pro internet oh, okay. provider with your own let's say like your own network, e like network, your own uh, G, your own phone net, net uh, phone provider. Right? Oh, okay. Let's say Rogers Bell, right? Okay. There. Can somebody like is say say if I'm at the airport, can somebody go in and actually steal like some of my content? Oh yes. Oh, you betcha! So as soon so as soon as you have free Wi-Fi mm -hmm. in your location, okay. The first question you need to ask yourself: When this Wi-Fi is free, when you try to connect to it, and we all mostly do connect mm -hmm. to to see when, oh, small things like yeah. WhatsApp, right? Mm -hmm. So what it asks you first? It asks you for terms, and and uh, it asks you to check mark the exactly. Terms. Yep. And then, have you ever read those terms? Yeah, obviously. I don't think, so. I don't most, think of most of the people, people no, they because this right? so it's so long, right? Mm -hmm. People just you know what I just you just want the free Wi-Fi and you just check mark it and you yeah. click it, but you never you never read those terms and, and privacy exactly. so it means that everything you do you you do it to yourself basically mm -hmm. as a user you know you don't even realize how much information mm -hmm. you put out there mm -hmm. when you connect to a free wi-fi exactly. as soon as you check mark these terms and privacy that you agree to it mm -hmm. so you give a consent to whoever is the company is uh, is a uh, whoever the company is the internet is, is mm -hmm. it means that they already have a consent from you to exactly. use your information ah. to get to your information. So, so you're exchanging your you're information exchange, exactly. for the free Wi-Fi, exactly. which I guess exactly. a lot of people didn't know. And that's a really good point that be careful when you're out and you're just logging on. And because it's free, there's lots of people on, lots of hackers, lots of stuff. I think even when you're using your bank card at the ATM, there's a lot of stuff that can happen uh, there as well. For instance, bank card, you say. So always look on, on if there is any cameras. And like mm -hmm. sometimes some people, some hackers, what they do, sometimes they put the camera up and, and you don't you never see it because small mm -hmm. camera. So they can take your, your card information while you put this 
this mm-hmm. card plus they can take the code the pin number ah, that you okay. have too right mm-hmm. and then another another thing is there is a, a device a raspberry pi device if mm-hmm. somebody know about it mm-hmm. it's it's can spoof so it can take it can read the credit card chip that you have mm-hmm. when you do when you just do a tap Mm-hmm. from the card so it yeah. can if they're close enough within 50 to 100 meters they mm-hmm. can get this information from your credit card oh, and, and wow. they can get the tap from whatever you have on the card then it's gonna be from there mm-hmm. the, the way it's easier to get to your information mm-hmm. to your bank and then game over isn't there just a scanning i'm not sure if i'm doing the term correct but is rdif rdif how yeah. did you know about that? I know everything. Okay. <laughs> to be a good host, you have to know everything have to about know. everything. But being, being a person out there, you just have to know about these readers that people can use. If you're walking around and your card isn't protected, so we'll get FM just to talk a little bit more about RDIF. So what does RDIF stand for? RDIF. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it stands for RDIF. Yes. <laughs> so he'll just give you a basic understanding of kind of what, what it does. Okay. And, and how important it is right now yes okay. if you have or you can touch on it later I'm, but basically that's but I, I can explain it to now. yeah so is, there is a reader where you can kind of and it will scan your cards it can actually pull your information off the cards and they can hack into it so we're gonna jump to the next one what about if somebody went on a fraudulent website like it looks legit it looks like a regular website you put in your information but it happens to be so is there something we should look for that makes it look fraudulent or what happens once we give our information? Yeah, so in, uh, you, you've got this really good point there, Brad. So as soon as, uh, let's say you Google the website, you Google mm-hmm. something you want to know in this website, right? yeah. you want to go get some information. So first thing you look is the, fir- the, the HTTP letters. HTTP, mm-hmm. it means that it's hypertext links for protocol. Yeah. It's a part of the, of the internet, basically. Uh, well, you want to look for HTTPS. Why? Because HTTP is just a regular port that you connect and it's not protected. Mm-hmm. HTTPS is, is the same letters with S. S is secure. It means secure. that it's encrypted. Mm-hmm. So whatever you send out there, it's already encrypt, encrypting okay. your information. So it's more way. difficult to, try, um, to uh, hack into then? It's difficult to hack into, but still it's hackable. Anything mm-hmm. is... It as just I, takes a little said, bit longer, maybe. It takes longer, mm-hmm. but still, as when you're in the net, you're exposed. Mm-hmm. You're already exposed, no matter what, where you're going to go, what you're going to yes. do. The only thing is we need to know how to get those right tools mm-hmm. to make us less exposed. Exactly. To make us more protected, mm-hmm. to protect everything we can do. But it starts from the user. It's all start from the user. As soon as you're going to start doing those stuff for you, get those programs of softwares, and to have this small knowledge that can give you a lot of protection, not 100%, but still it can protect you in some way that people don't know. Exactly. So we're going to have our final question now. It's about spamming. Yes. So with spamming, either we receive it and we hate it, or are you one of the violators that spam others? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so spamming, the- it's, it's very, well, it's spamming in our days, it's very, um, um, how to say it? Spamming in our days is very common. Mm-hmm. It happens almost to every one of us, uh, especially in, when we get emails, right? So okay. you don't know it's spam emails. People just send you emails. Mm-hmm. So how can you deal with these spammers? How, mm-hmm. what, you, what do you need to do? So 
Uh, I managed, I managed, I, I studied a lot and uh, I found a website mm-hmm. that uh, it's, uh, it's a website that uh, it's part of the notes. I'm going to yeah. show them the notes. So this website is, um, it's called uh, whoisdomaintools.com. Who is, what do you mean who is it? You put the name of the domain, of the website. Mm-hmm. So it checks if this website is legit. Yes. It, it shows you all the IPs, it ah, shows you the location, great, yeah. what it does, right? Mm-hmm. So then, in this case, then you will know if whatever you got, this, this email, if mm-hmm. this email is legit or yes. this email is from a, some other mm-hmm. source we don't know about. Yeah, and as you say, we'll give you, so it's HTTPS dot forward slash Column. forward slash who is dot domain tools dot com. So basically to, we're going to have that in the description uh, that you can click on. So then that people know, and because it is HTTPS, it means it's secure and it's encrypted. Um, would you like to share any, maybe other good uh, websites or yes. links that they can have? You can just save them and then we'll have them marked below and we'll wrap up. And I thank you for listening to this episode of Hairstylist Empowerment Cruise. So I'll let you go just on a final note there, FM, and just give them some other uh, websites that we great for them to check out. Yes. So one more website, it's, it's called the uh, urlvoid.com. So basically what it does, it, it actually checks if this website or this, uh, uh, whoever sent this website, it, you can copy it to the URL and then it checks if it's a malware, if, if it was a malware incident. So mm-hmm. if, if somebody got attacked through this yes. address. So uh, as a HTTP colon slash slash www.urlvoid.com. That's a really good website. To mm-hmm. check one of them. Yeah, we'll make sure we have it listed either yeah. on the video below or if you're listening on the audio, we'll have it in the description. Yes. Um, yes. And then basically if somebody wanted a disposable temporary email address you were talking about earlier, yes. um, is there somewhere that they can go as well? So yeah, we have a temporary disposable email. If you if you just register to a website that you're going to use it after a mm-hmm. while, you don't know you use it, so you go to HTTPS colon slash slash G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L email.com and yeah so yeah it's it's gorilla but it's not spelled like gorilla but just the other words but say we'll have it there so you can click on to them yes and then um (laughs) so it's been it's been a great episode i want to say thank you fm for coming today Mm -hmm. and if you have any questions please uh list them below and i'll also put an email for fm or just a way that you can contact him so if you have any questions then you can just let him know and then he can help you with your cybersecurity, help you with identity identity theft. And if you're a salon owner, hairstylist, you know, he can help you out there just securing uh, your, your, your uh, security needs. So I want to say thank you, FM. No problem. I was happy to be, to be here. Thank you very much, Brad. And I, I want to thank you for listening today here on BRAD, Celebrity Hairstylist. That's me. And it's the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. See you next time. That's it. That's it.